Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, May 27th. Customer satisfaction with DIY trading services is clearly tied to value for fees, according to a new J.D. Power study. The firm's 2022 Canada Self-Directed Investor Satisfaction Study, released Thursday, shows that two of the country's largest financial institutions have seen their ratings rise following their introduction of commission-free trading. National Bank Direct Brokerage and Desjardins are pushing the self-directed investment industry to an inflection point, the study says, with these two firms combined posting a lift in customer satisfaction across almost all metrics. Conversely, the big five banks have seen customer satisfaction decrease across all metrics. The decisive factor is value for fees paid, with the two firms that introduced commission-free trading gaining 69 points, while the big five that continue to charge trading fees lost 18 points. The overall winner in the study was National Bank Direct Brokerage, with a score of 662. Quest Trade ranks second at 656, and Desjardins on 631 ranks third. Canadians are generally content with the health benefit plans that they have access to and find them beneficial in addressing cost of living issues. According to a public opinion study conducted by Abacus Data for the Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association, 86-88% of individuals who have access to an employer-sponsored or equivalent group plan say they're very or mainly satisfied with it. Those with privately purchased insurance are satisfied in 80% of cases, while those with access to expanded benefits through a provincial plan are satisfied in 74% of cases. 85% of people who have access to an extended benefits plan said it helps them get access to and afford a variety of health services they need, from medicines to mental health. Small business owners' confidence continued to shrink in May, according to the latest CFIB Business Barometer survey. The poll found small business confidence for the long and short term took a dip this month. Despite the minor decline in small enterprises' optimism, the research also reflected an improvement in the overall state of the economy compared to previous months. In May, 43% of businesses said that they are in excellent form compared to 16% who indicated they're in bad shape. Plans for full-time staffing were positive as 30% of business respondents shared plans to hire in the next three months, while the number of businesses saying they'll cut back stayed steady from April at 11%. Living well past retirement age is now the future for most Canadians with an average life expectancy of 82 years. But while this is great news for individuals and their loved ones, the ageing population is a significant challenge for policymakers who face higher costs to support support older people with a smaller share of workers paying tax. According to a new study from the Fraser Institute, the number of working-age Canadians relative to the number of seniors has declined from 5.4 in 2000 to 3.4 in 2022. It's forecast to be just 2.4 by 2050. The share of Canada's population that is 65 or older increased from 14% in 2010 to 19% in 2022, and Statistics Canada expects it to rise to 25% by 2059. The report highlights the stark difference in health costs for older people in Canada. Old age security and guaranteed income supplement will also be claimed by a far larger share of people. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, even Canadians who can afford to keep spending are seeking ways to cut back according to studies of financial behaviour. Manulife Investment Management names a new global head of retirement and Canadian banks show strong results but court future concerns. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.